in the beginning we say, beginning we say don't flush the toilet. Flush the And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kelsey Ray, joined by my ho- co-host today. I almost called you my ho- my ho-host. Oh, I thought I was going to be your ho for a second. My ho-host. My <laughs> ho-host, hip-hop Eddie. What up? Is in the house. Yo, so this is the um, a few days after uh, Thought Fest. Yes. Right? Yes. It's actually the Monday after Thought Fest. We're recording this intro. Man, Thought Fest was amazing. It was um, on fire. It was packed. It was packed. The probably. energy was amazing. I think it was double the amount of people that there were at the last one, yes. which I keep saying last year because it was last year, but it wasn't a full year ago. It was six Correct. months ago. Yeah. So within six months, it doubled in size, and that was that was really awesome. All Beautiful. the all the acts killed it. Mm. Um, some of your highlights. Well, I mean, Eddie was the working stage manager at Thought Fest. What did you see? What did you get to see behind the stage? What's it like back there? Well, back there, you definitely get to see all the artists that, you know, the regular crowd or won't get to see. That's yeah. always a plus. Because there's always just people in the house yes, hanging definitely, out. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's good just, you know, just kind of running around, making sure that the times and the artists get there on stage on time yeah uh Kali was there as well you know doing that um what was the what was was it um like was it rough getting it going were there any times where you were like oh shit it's just getting crazy no you know what no I would say no uh the one last year like you had mentioned uh-huh. it, yes that was like oh shit things are getting crazy right yeah. now like it, it's uh, as far as this 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 one that just passed, it seemed it, more in control, it right? More in control. Everybody, everybody was saying that. Yeah, it, everybody We're was on the same page. Yes, same page. You know, I mean, the going out for a month on tour, you know, it just kind of prepares you for even the bigger things like this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, so yeah, man, it was amazing. Uh, if you were there, then you know. It was amazing. If you weren't, man, you better link with them. Go to thoughtfest.net right now and uh, just link with them. Follow them on uh, on everything at ThoughtFest on Instagram, and uh, you'll stay up to date with their shows coming up. Um, we, got a lot, we got a lot in store for the future of ThoughtFest, so please, please follow ThoughtFest right now and stop missing out. Stop playing yourself. Once again, we're, we're brought to you by PlatformCollection.com. If you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Spreaker, go over to PlatformCollection.com right now. And uh, you can check in with all the latest music within the world of Platform Collection, as well as podcasts, reviews, talk. Uh, what, what else, Eddie? Shows, right? Definitely. Original shows, original programming. Man, it, we're, we're coming in hot for the 2019. Yeah, all the releases that are out there. Yeah, they're, everything, they're that, there. everything that we think you should know about, we put up at PlatformCollection.com. Go there. It's expanding daily. Uh, new contributors, new people um, submitting music every day, which is really cool because we've gotten to really grow with a lot of artists. And that was the real special thing about ThoughtFest for us was that... Uh, 
a lot of the artists, most of the artists on the bill were artists that uh, we've grown with. You can catch them on Crappy Awesome Podcast or any of the other podcasts on PlatformCollection.com. So we got to see these artists grow and then take a festival stage and do what they're supposed to do and absolutely kill it. So that was really special for us. Shout out to 60 East for putting it all together. Yes. Shout out to 60 East who has an episode out right now with Sky Zoo. Go over to PlatformCollection.com and Life on the Road with... uh, or on the road, man. Sometimes it's life on the road. He has sent me flyers that have said life on the road and then on the road. I think it's just depending it, on the weed that he had at that time. <laughs> That's the name of the show. Yeah, that, that I kind of like that. Yeah, it's ever changing. He yeah. goes from city to city. But he had a dope conversation with Sky Zoo prior to Thought Fest. Which and, I got uh, to hang out with him. Yeah, man. you got to hang out with Sky. Sky yeah. Zoo, amazing dude. Um, really cool guy. Really cool, man. An amazing performer. He absolutely destroyed it. He had his uh, younger brother with him. And he, it was almost like he was showing him. You know, he was on the phone. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. Come here, come here. Oh, and actually 18 Scales was about to get on. Yeah. So he's like, oh, 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 I've heard of them. Um, and he's like, no, 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 get off the phone, get off the phone, come on, come on. You're here to just, you gotta take it all in. Don't wow. get stuck on that phone. Teaching him. Yes, and it was so dope. So they That's got on really the side, dope. and then they, and then they were just watching Rick's performance, and uh, yeah, 18, 18 skills. skills. They were just like, whoa, they like, smashed it. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, you just gotta take it all in, and then they just kept. They stayed there from there. They just kind of, you know, the younger brother stayed there. Yeah. Again, go to thoughtfest.net. Check out the artists that were on the bill. Follow those artists. Link with them. Um, Like the artists that we have on the show today. Uh, Reverie, along with her her, uh, cohort, producer, and brother, um, Loud and Beats. Yes. And they're on the show today. We talked to them uh, about a month ago. And it's been really interesting following Reverie's career. She's another one of those artists who we linked with really early on in her career. Um, I believe ours was the first podcast she had been on. I believe um, so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's it's been amazing to watch her grow. And I told Reverie it's really cool that um, for her... She doesn't just represent um, hard work and talent. She represents, for a lot of us, right, for a lot of the people who know her, um, as a perfect example of what hard work does. Yes. You know, like that's what hard work can do, what honest work can do. And, uh, man, we caught her at an amazing time. She's, She's riding a high right now, and it doesn't seem to be coming down anytime soon. Um, Reverie and Loudon have put out an amazing project. You're going to be hearing that music all throughout the episode. We got to speak to them at their penthouse. That is not a, a I mean, yeah, it's a penthouse. It's a penthouse. It's a fucking, yeah. look, there's they a, have the whole floor for them a helicopter can land right outside Ooh. of their door. It's beautiful. They're doing good. Yes. And uh, they're killing it and they have not changed a bit. They're still as humble and mm-hmm. as cool as they've ever been. And uh, yeah, man, check this out. This is our conversation with Reverie and Loudon. And uh, we'll talk to you after the show. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, so sick. Uh, 
I can't complain, but guess I'm stressed. Why life seems sad when I'm so blessed? I know I'm great, why I feel less. Just want some smoke up in my chest. I must confess, I ain't been sober. Fuck your shoulder, I cry solo thoughts slower. Can't wait till this great depression is over. Cracking lines, I cannot stop. I think I got a problem. But when I feel that numbness in my stomach, it fix all of Psychological, yes, bitch, I got to go. I've been opening up my mind so big, I'm about to lose control. Uh, I try hiding by myself, come and find me. Darkness bring lightning, can't leave it behind me. I try hiding by myself, come and find me. Darkness bring lightning, can't leave it behind me. No, I'd rather be blind sometimes. No, I'd rather rock a line sometimes. No, I'd rather kill the rat sometimes No, I'm never ever coming back Bye, bye, bitch I try hiding by myself Come and find me Darkness relining Can't leave it behind me I try hiding by myself Come and find me Darkness relining I don't want to like rehash your history We have like almost a catalog of your guys' podcast now, right? Um, yeah, it's so, been. A, yeah. We've done a lot of episodes with you, right? Like yeah. five or like six, five, yeah. five or six, yeah. maybe. Right? Yeah. yeah. Combined, maybe seven or eight. Yeah, he's been right. on yeah, by himself been a few times. Too, yeah. yeah. So cool. and you too. Yeah. 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 So I, I yeah. think um, everybody, you can go back. In fact, I'll link it. You guys can check them out. All those episodes. <laughs> but I want to kind of talk about like the now. You know. Um, yeah. Again, like the farthest back I want to go to is since the last time we saw each other. Yeah. And what the fuck has happened? Because wow. Damn. I mean, a bunch of shit. Right. Wow. Right. I mean, it's 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 noticeable from the outside looking in. Right. But obviously we know, you know, and we've talked about it on this show a bunch of times. It's that's literally a tiny piece of the story. Right. Yeah. Um, you're you're vocal about creating your businesses, you know, harnessing your businesses. Yeah. And I'm assuming a lot of that has played into where we're at right now, right? I'm oh, trying yeah. to put this together. I mean, like all I'm of saying, it. like you yeah. guys didn't like win the lottery. No, no we've okay. been working, <laughs> we've right. been working hard right. yeah. like, every day, 15 hour days for years straight. Yeah. since the last time you seen us, just con- consistently just hustling music, um, everything, just merch, and yeah, just so much, just. What what was the was there a noticeable shift in like lifestyle within the last year? Like what was was there yeah. a point where like oh shit things are starting to move even quicker now? Yeah, maybe yeah. The, you know, things are more expensive. Things are more you know oh, yeah. all that. The stuff. more it's like the more money we make, the more the bills get higher Absolutely. too. You know, like yeah. because I used to shoot videos with someone who would do it for free. You right. know, and it was just for cross promo and 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 it looked like a free video. You know, mm-hmm. but now the videos are like a couple racks each yeah. because we yeah. have to hire the we have to hire the four the four K camera and then we have to hire the videographer and then we have to do all these things and then my outfits and my hair and the yeah, art. Been that are like more than like five racks for a, a video. Just. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It, um, it's just everything. You know, we have to pay for more the, the more we're doing because we want to get that's the next level. You know, so yeah, that was something that I realized really early on is that you have to invest your money back in yourself. Right, and the more money you spend, the more money you're gonna make if you spend it the right way. And there's a you have yeah. a crazy history that's like docu like what you're saying obviously, and that's why like I didn't want to rehash all of it. it you can, it's documented. Mm-hmm. Like your moves that you do, the things that you've done, obviously not in detail or behind, you know, closed door stuff, but it's obvious by the output, mm-hmm. right? It's obvious yeah. by the um, the level of like 
the level of art you guys are putting out now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it's just obvious, right? Yeah. It's not something. It would be like trying to debate whether or not you're dope. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what, why would we be talking about that <laughs> yeah. at this point? You can't. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, are like, like, what forced you guys to push it to another level? What What was it? Because you guys got a question in Instagram, by the way. Um, somebody asked, "What was it? Your upbringing, or the fact that you came from?" They said a small town um, that resulted in the work ethic you guys have. A small town. That's what they said. I know. I, I'm uh, just saying they uh, said well, small maybe, town, but I know that maybe that's not they true. mean Highland Park. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what they mean. They yeah. mean like yeah. a neighborhood, right? They mean like yeah. a little tiny Hispanic neighborhood that right. yeah. that didn't yeah. like we're like the most famous people out of Highland Park. It's not expected, you know. Like, right. we're, yeah, we're like the hood stars. Like mm-hmm. everyone knows us in Highland Park. If you if you live in Highland Park, you know Reverie and Loudon, and I think they, they that's what they mean. Like, yeah. we, it was a small. It's it's a neighborhood in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is huge, but. Nobody really knew it. Right. You know, like now a lot of people more know know about it because of us. And also because it's getting super gentrified. It's becoming mm-hmm. really a really popular place. Um, so. But you guys have definitely played a role. I mean, that's, again, an obvious thing. You played a role in that. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They were asking, where the, like, where the fuck does this work ethic? Because you guys have had to have dealt with failures. No, oh, yeah. We right. still, yeah. all the time, right. every day. But you yeah, also... It's like we were talking about the little <laughs> offer up thing, like yeah. small shit like that. It's like, yeah. <laughs> not everybody pushes through the failures. Yes, right? most yeah, people of, don't. A right. lot of people let the failures take over their emotions and it holds a lot of people back because they're scared of failing and they're they're just scared. I've realized that, and that's what I used to be, too. I used to be really scared of just um, myself and uh, failure, too. And that's one of the reasons I pushed really hard. And uh, that's how I got here. Just You have to just have your you have to just have a mentality of, like, you can do it. Because no one else is going to do it for you. Unless how, you win the lottery. If, like you had you to ask, if someone <laughs> asked you, like, how do you know what to ignore? The negativity. Just All of neg- it. Just across the board. I ignore even the negative thoughts in my head. Like, I just think, when I start thinking of, oh, this sucks, I'm like, no, it doesn't suck. I'm letting it suck. And just try to stay positive is what I've learned. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you guys, like, you guys, obviously, it's impossible for you not to have, like, simultaneous influence on each other, right? Obviously, brother Mm -hmm. and sister. And then you guys are have chosen to remain close, Mm -hmm. right? Is there... Is there something that you look at her and go like, okay, that work, like, how do you explain her work ethic? Because that's your work ethic. How do you explain hers? Like, you're one of the closest people to her. What the fuck is that? Like, you know what I mean? I think her work ethic is crazy inspiring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like. But where do you think it comes from? You guys grew up in, you know, similar. In the same house. Yeah. The same everything, same friends, same neighborhood. So what is that? Honestly, for me, I was just tired of, of being in the basement that we mm. used to work at you know because even um i've been living on my own for a few years now already but we always were working in my grandma's basement yeah and i lived there too and, i lived there and it was, yeah. it was really uh like i was i felt for a long time like i was stuck yeah yeah i literally felt stuck and there was moments where i was super broke like with five bucks in my name food yeah stamps yeah yeah. Just depressed and being negative to myself, drinking, getting fucked up, and just uh, and that. what was it that got you out of that though? You it, was that. It, was it was that. It was that. That's that. for like, me. Just after, a frustration with the situation. After a few years of that shit, I just kind of got like 
I kind of just, I kind, I got mad at myself, and I saw uh, other people around me succeeding, and that inspired me to, like, get out of the situation I was in because they were in the situation that right I was in before. Right, and they grew up in the hood, and they've been in shootouts and gotten stabbed and almost killed. Their friends died, drugs, blah blah blah, and but and they made then, it their past. They, they made it their past, and. Yeah. And that's what uh, goes back. That's how we could go back to how people are scared. People yeah. are just scared of new shit. They well, it be- seems like it's the underlying thing, right? It seems to be for the most part, especially with the generation that's, you know, largely speaking to like the media right now. It's it's like a fear of what other people think more than anything, right? Like there's a lot of fear of judgment. Yeah. And it pretty yeah. much drives our social media world, right? When we yeah. look yeah. around... There's a lot of kids suffering from fear of judgment. Yeah. And yeah. and a lot of them find freedom through social media, but at the same time, you know, it kills people. Yeah. You know, we've seen we've seen the proof of it now. We have like hard numbers. It's not guessing anymore. Not and it's everybody's not even able just, to take it. Yeah. You know? And it's not even just kids, you know, right, it's just yeah. people. Absolutely. Like grown adults are yeah. so afraid of what other people are going to think and people want to portray their life to be a certain way when it's another way. Which is fine. I understand why people do things like that, but it's just really interesting how it is magnified now. How everyone's life is in a way magnified, and whether you believe the image that they're portraying or not, it's it's a picture that you can take in and digest and make your own. Yeah, because does anybody? That's interesting. You said it like that. I'm I'm wondering though if does anybody not believe it anymore? You know what I mean? Like. Like what? what? Like you, you, I can pick up Instagram and for for the most part, I just have to take these people's word that their life is lit or their life is, you know, all good. Yeah. I'm just looking at it, right? Is there, I don't know if we even have like indicators anymore to tell us if something's fake anymore. You know, like look at, just look at the highest levels of government, right? If they're really good at it, they can get away with it. Yeah. Sometimes you catch people that are faking it. Yeah, but... We're showing, right, though, right, in this day of, like, niche marketing, and you don't have to fool that many people. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't have to fool, like, get, a little group of people, and you, you can, can live get, off of that, yeah, right? You can get some people. You could get a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, but you guys have, and, you know, you being the writer, like, you have had this almost, at the beginning, it felt like, be I think because of the way society was when you were first starting out, right, people were barely getting to that I need to speak my emotion and be more honest thing. Yeah. There was not that many artists doing that, right? Yeah. You kind of jumped out being as raw as you could be from the beginning, right? Yeah. And seems to, I mean, we can catch you on any day of the week, right? Posting like a large post about how you feel about a certain topic. And within the last year or so, it seems like your trajectory has been more of that. Like more of like this finding like the most honest place you can be yeah. is what is the process of that? Why? You know what I mean? Like, why do you do that? There's a lot of different reasons why I do all of these things mm-hmm. that you're talking about. So it's not really just one thing that I could point out, but I would say that it's number one, really important to me to help people with my platform. That's what it all boils down to because that's what I've always wanted to do with my music and that's what my music has always done. And that's why I feel it gives me so much passion and it gives me so much pay. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about 
Oh my god, my dog is eating my pizza. No, Lily. She's really enjoying it too. Oh my goodness. Lily. Yeah. That's so weird. I think that was happening for a long time yeah, before we I noticed. Saw her, I, I saw her over there. I saw her standing there, like yeah. moving. I'm like, why is she standing up on the oh bed? But my not. She god. Move. This dog is the spoiled little bitch. Um, I just, I just, I just want to help people with what with my life. That's like my life vocation. I help people in so many ways for so long. It was just with the music, and now I'll do these inspirational speeches on my Instagram, mm-hmm. and I'll talk about the things that I talk about my music, but without music. Right. And it's very different doing that. And it's still something that's very new to me. I've only been doing those inspirational talks for like a year or two. A little over a year. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not, it hasn't been something I've been doing forever. And honestly, I'm planning on doing a little bit less of it. Uh And I am not really posting so much of my life anymore. Talk about that a little bit though, because, in thinking about like you know coming up here and talking to you guys like my my thought was like okay so like a year ago i was thinking about that specifically yeah and i remember you i remember when you started to do that more right yeah but at the same time you've also your your level of success has skyrocketed as well yeah you don't think that they go together I think that they go together, but I'm not afraid to transform what I want to do gotcha. to take it to where I am comfortable at. That's one thing, like Loudon said, it goes back to the fear. I'm not scared of failing and I'm not scared of trying new things. And that's what's gotten us to where we are because mm-hmm. neither of us are scared to fit in this box that people try always will try forever to put us in. Yeah. We are not in a box. We are artists and I'm a businesswoman, number one, mm-hmm. and that's what keeps everything going. But my brother's a businessman. Like, we're just really seeing things as what's going to get us to the next level. And if we don't want to do this anymore, we can take it another direction. And the more fame that I'm getting, it's at a crazy level now, you guys. Yeah. Like, I get recognized every day. Yeah. If I leave my house in Los Angeles, I will get recognized. I've gotten recognized all over Germany, France. I got recognized in Brazil. I got recognized in Vegas. In How everywhere. are you dealing with it? Um... It's really crazy, and that's why I'm putting out a little bit less of myself because mm. I'm just going to focus more on my music and just use my music as the vessel, and I just want more time to myself. I feel like I've been giving myself... I grew up in the public eye. You know, yeah. I've been making music since Absolutely. I was 17 years old, and now I'm 28, and I just am finally feeling like I don't want to give so much of myself anymore, and I don't need to anymore. Yeah. Because that's just what I want to do with my life. I want to do other things um, other than just music. Anyway, what we are. We're doing other things other than just music. And we're going to keep exploring just being entrepreneurs. Let's let's talk about that. Because, you know, that's one of the things I definitely, I I like to use you guys. I mean, I think I've told you this before. Mm -hmm. I uh, I use you guys as examples a lot, right? (laughs) Just a lot. Because I've been able to, there hasn't been a whole lot of, artists where I've seen like the beginning to like here and then watching the moves and then being able to then like deconstruct them with you guys. Yeah. Right. Like it's, that's been an honor first of all, to be able to do that. Cause that <laughs> is super you. dope. Yeah, like we're taking these whole parts of your life and de- deconstructing them. But also there's, I mean, you guys are like putting together like what seems to be like a prototype independent 
lifestyle. Like Mm -hmm. a way, this is like how you can do it, right? Like you're erasing um, a lot of like preconceived notions of like the inability to do stuff or the, I mean, you were in the fucking apartment, guys, a year ago. Yeah. We were in a small apartment. In Rosemead. Right. (laughs) And look it. Like this is, so there's, I, I love, trust me, I love the romantic part of that. But I'm also obsessed with like the mechanics of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what is it that that connected for you to go like, okay, I need to make this move. Maybe, maybe and I know the moves get tougher and tougher to make because they are more valuable, right? Mm-hmm. There's They start to become more expensive, like you said. Yeah. yeah. But you guys, again, seem to be like those people who, like you run into the fire. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. we do. <laughs> yeah. Run right into so the fire. So is that, <laughs> is that, um, a learned business practice? Like, is that something you're like, I apply this practice to all my businesses. I just run in. You have to go in full force with everything. That yeah. You're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just got to go all in. What does it mean to go, go full go force? In. Explain that to somebody to me, who's um, like not at this level. And they're like, well, I'm, you know, I come home every day. I, I, I work on my shit. I'm doing, you know, just, isn't that full force? Was, it's not. It's, it's not. definitely not. Because mm-hmm. if it was full force, it would be, making full force results. Yeah. And that's what I always tell people. People always ask me, how do you do this? How do you do that? I've been rapping for 10 years and, and nothing's helped. I'm like, okay, well, that's because you're rapping only for the passion. Yeah. And that's fine. But if you want to make a right. business out of your art, you can't do it just for the passion. You're lucky if you get to have any passion in it at all. Right. To take it to the level that we want to be at, you know? And that's always going to be something we have in our music is is our everything, you know, obviously we are very artistically involved, but I'm just pointing that out to say that that's not the only way that people need to go. And a lot of people don't have any passion in it and they're just doing it all for the money and, and what's going to come out of it, which is fine too. I'm not mm-hmm. talking down on that, but I would say for sure to stop doing things that don't work mm-hmm. and keep doing things that do work. It's really and not always, that difficult. Always try new things. Yes.
such a that's such a, like an ego problem though, right? Like, yeah. Because it's the the ego. Exactly. Yeah, I know this isn't working, but it's my idea. Yes. Like, yeah. They're gonna like it because it's and, me. Yeah. Oh, fuck everybody, what everybody thinks. Yeah. This yeah. That, like. That's how I used to be. Even with the transition of me stopping, I don't really rap on like boom bad beats right, anymore. Right, right. And I used to only rap on boom bad beats, and I was like, yeah. yeah. That's what hip hop is, and yeah, people at the shows. Too. Yeah, people <laughs> at the shows we would go to, and the ones that I would open up for. They'd be like, yeah, hip hop is like this, and that's not hip hop, and this is not hip hop, and and um, I was just so scared of breaking out of that for so long, and eventually we did, and our music has exploded over the past few years, and. I'm not just contributing that to the beats, but I'm just pointing that out to say that that's one thing that I sacrificed and experimented with to reach this next level that yeah. I'm at now. And people need to... I, and you dealt with the judgment. I dealt with the judgment. Right. People still tell me, oh, I always miss when you used to rap over Boom Bat Beats. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> then go buy my old album. Yeah, that's you know? what Noah like, just said. I was just with Noah the other mm-hmm. day. And he said that he has the same issue when people are like, no, man, I liked it when you used to rap. And he's like, motherfucker, like, what do you, what do you think that I'm, he's like, yeah, yeah I liked it when I didn't know you. <laughs> you yeah. Know? <laughs> and those are the people we don't care about. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, we are artists and we are allowed to evolve and evolving is what keeps both of us, both of our careers getting bigger every single year. Yeah. And had I been afraid to rap on this beat or talk about this or go to this country or wear this outfit, then I wouldn't have gotten to where I am now. And that's one really important thing. You can't be scared to experiment. It's so important. It's just like I said, do what do what works means if people like when you wear blue, you wear a blue fucking shirt yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just what you have to do. And yeah, it's just it's just it just goes back to do you want to do it for the business or the passion? We do it definitely for both. And so I'm about to do what I need to do yeah. to get to the next level. Yeah. And I'm not gonna feel bad about it. And it's gonna feel really good because I love our new penthouse and I love going to Europe three times a year and yeah. I love traveling all over the world and doing what I want and <laughs> it's amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Revel, when's the last time you remember um, like feeling like a judgment and going like, oh, that fucking that really hurts. Mm, I mean, I guess it happens like all the time. I was going to say, but uh, I would say mostly from myself. Yeah. You know, it's not, I don't really care much what people think about me. My mom loves me regardless of what I do. And so does my dad and my brothers and my, my sister. And that's all that really matters to me. My family is, is everything. As long as they have my back, like I don't really care what other people think. I think, the only criticism I, that hurts me is my own, really. I yeah. was just tweeting about this yesterday or today. Are you hard on yourself? I'm so hard on myself. I'm, like, horrible at giving myself credit and Yeah, being, we were just uh, talking about that. Yeah, we were just, yeah, just talking yesterday. about it. Yeah, we had a long discussion about it, actually. What is it that you... What do you, what do you feel like the weakness is on, the, on you being able to give yourself credit? Why aren't you giving yourself credit? Because I'm not satisfied yet. Yeah. And I am so obsessed with my goals that it's hard for me to enjoy the present. Yeah. And that's always been how I've been since I started. Yeah. That might just be like your like what your engine runs on. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I guess it is. It just is. It's the same for me too. I, yeah. I I feel a lot of like dissatisfaction. Yeah. And it's and then sometimes I even get these weird thoughts of like, 
do I even deserve this? Mm, that's For a weird sure. one, right? That's yeah. a weird one. Like I'm like, yeah. and then I step back and I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, yeah, because those are those ones that are planted somewhere. They got like, planted super deep. early, yeah, yeah. way yeah. back. Yeah. Like childhood shit. Yeah, that's so yeah. weird. <laughs> and yeah. to this day, I think that I'm like, and I wake up and I'm like, look at this view. I'm like. You're tripping, dog. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, everything's like fine. That, it's always like that invisible boss somehow that somehow yeah. is yes. judging you or like you shouldn't have that. And mm-hmm. it's literally nobody. Yes, it's you yourself. Know what I mean? no, it's, it's just yourself. yourself. Yeah. But honestly, my mind has been so much clearer since we moved here. So much more clear since we moved here because, like I said, I wanted to get out of the basement so bad. Yeah. Because even though I was not living there for the past few years, I was basically living there because we worked there almost every day, yeah. you know? And I was just so be- depressed being there. My grandma's house was really ghetto and I was just, I hated it. And that's why I, well, that's not, that's not, that, anyways, I hated it. And now when I'm here and I look outside of my view and I just tell myself, I have no reason to be upset. Now yeah. that I'm out of that place that I didn't want to be in for so many years, we hated being down was there. Was it like toxic? Oh, I mean, yeah. It was, it was toxic, but at the same time, we worked extremely hard while mm-hmm. we were there. But yeah. at the same time, it was just like... Wasn't it, ideal. It, adds, it, adds a lot more, it added a lot more stress. Right. Yeah. Like, like unnecessary stress. Yeah. It was so stressful being there, honestly. Even just thinking about it, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just so glad we're out of there. But this is like, the living proof that I needed to be like, bitch, you're tripping. Like, yeah, I'm dude. doing good. Like, just get fucking back to work. I and mean, talk like- about like <laughs> manifesting something for real. And then there's a big difference, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I used to dream about. Yeah, this. well, it's it's crazy. That's why I was asking you. Like, you had to have. I used to dream about Like, when this. I picture like yeah. a dope studio and a dope. Like, that's it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. that's you. Oh, yeah. Get up from bed. Go there. Nope. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, yeah. and so I know you had to have manifested that because it's, but that's the, I think that's the part that becomes way powerful because we were, we were talking about how, like, you know, in families, right? Mm-hmm. Like one, here's something that you've both done, right? And I don't know if yeah. you've thought about this, but you've completely broken any past family cycle with what you guys have done, yes. right? Because every family has a cycle. They tend to stay in cycles concerning and it's usually it manifests in this way right like uh my mom came from a generation where you just get a house you get married and that's it you gotta because it was about safety yeah it was more about survival right they didn't have time to go like how do i feel today you know what i mean like they weren't thinking about that shit, right and then you know i do it i did i had a lot of time to think about stuff like that or hey you know what that's not the way to do things or there's other ways right yeah and but if most in most families, what happens is that it's just a continuance of the same energy over and over again, right? Yeah. You guys, everyone in your family who knows you, who cares about you, who's close to you, no longer has this void when they think about what's it like to make it? Because they can literally touch somebody and go like, oh, shit. So it's never going to be foreign to anyone born in your family from this point on. That's how yeah. the cycle is broken. That's cool. I never you know thought I mean? about that. To me. And it's super important because it, if you don't have that example, it's why mentors are like so important. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because most people in their families, dude, most people in most families are not even from homeowners. So if they're thinking yeah. like, how do I can't even picture, you know, 
little Johnny can't picture himself owning a home because yeah. no one in his family's ever owned a home. Yeah. But in your family, anyone can be like, hey, I should, I could do this big thing. I could be on TV. <laughs> yeah. I could be, why? Well, you don't know anybody. No, I actually do. Like, they're my family. Like, <laughs> I literally can see them doing it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that forever breaks the cycle, which is super dope. Thank you. But for most, you know, most families, they something has to happen critical. Yeah. Right? Like, a lot of us change at rock bottom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is the unfortunate part of, like, humanity, but it is humanity. Yeah. We seem to be able to take a lot before we break, and we tend to want to get broken before we change right yeah i would definitely agree with that so Mm -hmm. what was the change like in your mind like that right before this happened because dude you guys look at this is the way i look at you i feel like you shifted into another gear like you guys were already cruising at this one gear and then the action and energy around the stuff you're doing there was an obvious shift Mm-hmm. Midway, like through last year, yeah. right? Yeah, where everything just went up. What was the, what was the thing first psychologically, right? Like, what, where were you guys at psychologically? And second, then what was it like from a business standpoint? Where were you guys like, okay, because you were just talking about we got to do more what people like. Yeah. What was that? I think for me, both of those things were super intertwined, and I had a really big um, epiphany and change in my life, a personal change that just left me uh, feeling really liberated and free. And I was finally able to devote myself to myself and Uh, my art. And I just feel like it opened my mind so much. And that really propelled my hard work you know it's like you got to take care of your personal your personal life and your mental mind state and me doing that has just showed me how much better my life can be yeah you know and but you had to like let yourself do that first I had to let myself do that yes and it's um, How did you give the, yourself permission? Like, you know, was it? it was that I just realized that everything that I'm feeling and everything in my life is all my fault. Uh, and when I did that, I had to say, you know what? I can't blame other people for the way I feel or the things I'm doing. I need to accept full responsibility. Everything is my fault. So if I got here to the rock bottom, then that means I can go all the way to the top too because it's all my fault. It's all my decisions. I started taking more responsibility for what for what I'm doing and who I am and how I feel. And it was really, really liberating. And that's something that I'm really practicing now. And that's what I was going through last wow. year. And once I got out of that, that hole I was in, I mean, now we're in the penthouse. Right. Now we're touring so crazy more than ever now the videos are rolling out every single two weeks Seems and the fans like everything's yeah, yeah we're on we're on fire right now me yeah. and Loudon have been building the past few months all the moves that we're making we're putting out right now they're all this we're doing this is chess now right last year we didn't drop so much music but now we're everything that we were working on last year it's all coming out and it's really dope it's really really dope yeah yeah I I've, I feel the same way too. Like, a, where were you? Where were you? And what was like the thing that you had to put together in your mind 
I, I felt like I was in a dark hole. Like, yeah. and I felt like I was stuck. And can, can like I, you said, know, can I ask you guys this really quick? Because this is directly related to that. When you guys like stopped, like at least to publicly, like where it seemed like you guys weren't working together, you you realized that there was that was that impression, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. what was that? Um, it was just me and Loudon trying to figure out how to do business together. Mm. You yeah. know, a lot of people it's different with brother and sister, and and, like, and yeah, and I, well, family I was, in general. I can yeah, imagine. Yeah. So you know, we get into it sometimes. We bigger and we're siblings, obviously, but we love each other. Obviously, that's why we're right. still riding together. That's why everything is reverie and loud. But there's also this weird thing that you guys are both you guys are both having levels of fame there's also though times where s someone else has like you're driving the bus right and that becomes that's not those relationships at least i've learned they're the reason they feel weird and they should feel weird is because they're not natural right you're literally mm -hmm. inventing a way for us to be able to remain brother and sister in this fucking tornado. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, we have yeah. to, like, somehow live in this tornado or it's going to kill us. Yeah. Right? Or at the very least, tear us apart. Yeah. Right? So you yeah. guys needed... So you... It was a conscious break. Yeah. We... Yeah. We, we, yeah, but we, we, like, uh, we had... We... I don't know how to say it, but, we like, we separated our own ways mm -hmm. for a while, just figuring out our own shit, like, ourselves and stuff. And, uh, I think we finally just like we're fully committed now. We're fully committed. We finally just like realized like I love my sister. Yeah, of course. And we've been working together for ten plus like ten years now. This year it's ten years yeah, we've been year working it's together. Been ten years. And, wow. and so now we're like, yeah, let's fucking go full force. Like fuck, fuck. What did you need to hear, you think, in your own mind for you? Cause obviously it's not like she stopped working. Right, yeah. like you, you, you could see. Oh, she's obviously still doing stuff. She's yeah. still out there. It's not like you're, you know, you're like on the other side of the world. Yeah. As you're watching that, what is happening in your mind? Like, where are you? Like, are you happy? Yeah, I, I had to figure out my own happiness and my own goals in my own mind. Yeah. Like I was saying, I was getting fucked up, and oh, for a while I was getting fucked up, and. And I just had to break out of that mentality of just like hood shit, mm. basically. Just like yeah. The, like not, we just had not, a conversation not giving about that. a fuck. Like I was not giving a fuck. Right. Like, I, like the imaginary rules. Yeah. Like, that you yeah. follow and like, mm -hmm. you don't really. <laughs> which are not following the right. rules. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. not following the rules. And, and I just needed to break out of that in my head. It's all in your head. Mm -hmm. It was all in my head. And. I hate rock bottom too, like she was saying. And it's funny, like how, what she explained her now is kind of like the same thing I mm -hmm. went through. Like I had to just realize that it was me that put myself into any position I've been in in my life. Mm -hmm. So I have to, I had to take control of that and accept responsibility for my actions and knowing that I can do whatever I want to do, just like any other person. Walking on my last walls, watching all the boat drip down, click out, came with the six sounds, uh, I know you wanna see me, 
But I be catching flights, never feelings. Yeah, I'm sorry, baby. Crazy. I've been feeling extra, extra lately. I light up the room and every place look at the faces. I'm my people insecure, my confidence get taken out of contest. And never face me cause I'm so amazing. Uh, never sorry, I came at a party. Can I celebrate this life, eh? Used to be the girl from around the way. Now my passport, stepping up your path. When you guys like decided to like, like you said, put everything into it and you coming back together, was it, um, I got to imagine one that's got to, there's got to be, because I mean, I mean, if this team, right, Mm -hmm. is perfect, it couldn't be any better, right? Like if you guys are being perfect, this, there is no better team than a brother and sister or, you know, a sibling team. There really isn't. If everybody's doing what they need to be doing, right? Yeah. So the so the value in it is super high. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Because in the in the boardroom, in the studio, wherever, you have a one hundred percent for sure someone's in my pocket in my <laughs> right, no yeah. matter what. And that's yeah. I mean, you guys know now. I'm sure you've dealt with it. In the business world, like that's Dude, that's super valuable. Yeah. Because it's hard to find that person. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Yeah, a business partner. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. really hard. And someone... To find a business partner that won't fuck you over. Or, or and who, who isn't afraid to play the role that is necessary at the moment. Yeah. Right? Because that's super important. Because that's usually where it gets fucked up, right? Like the ego start. Well, I don't... You know, you're on top. I'm on... You know, yeah. All this... The, the nonsense, basically. Yeah. Right? The shit that makes you not have this as a career, that's, that is still thinking like a hobby, right? The ego has to go out the door. Right. Every CEO needs a number two. You can't even run your business without a number two. If your number two is shit and you treat them like shit, then you're a whack fucking boss. Exactly. Right? And your business is going to fail. Yeah. You need, in fact, if you want your business to succeed, you need that person to be just as good as you, maybe to keep you running. That's yeah. that's the best case scenario, right? Mm-hmm. And it's weird because we were talking about like the hood shit, right? Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it, a lot of us grew up in the same way. And it's like I was talking to a friend who's dealing like he's dealing with like the realization that the hood shit was not based on anything that was important. You know what I mean? Like, oh he was, yeah, he was like, and he's and it's and it's a letdown because mm-hmm. you're like fuck I based my whole life on like here's the lines don't cross this line and you know don't say these things and literally nobody gives a fuck about any of those things that are is any success so why would I keep doubling down on this behavior you know exactly and but but at the same time like like him yeah I, I get 
the mind frame of it's it's what you said, Rev. Like you, the ability to like not be afraid to just try anything new mm-hmm. is. I think people like people don't realize like how big of a fear that is. Yeah, because you know, you, especially when you're working at a at a rate you guys are working, mm-hmm. you know. But but again, it's documented. You were there at one time. Yeah. You were at that point. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. And now it's like you guys are you this what this what's exciting is watching you guys expand like the business overall. Yeah. What are some of the exciting things you feel like? Like what you can talk about obviously, but you're <laughs> building you're you're building fashion. It seems like a fashion brand, right? Yeah. Um what what are you doing with that? For people like like where do you think you're going with it? With the Satori Mob? Yeah. The Satori Mob is my clothing line, and it's a streetwear brand. And the more I get into it, the more I'm understanding it, and the more the people like it, and the more money I'm making, and the more it's going out. It's just like my music. Everything. It's like everything in life. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. And it's really cool because... I love designing stuff. I love, obviously, I'm super into fashion. I'm super into creating. And so me utilizing my creative side to produce merchandise is really a dream come true. I even get, I design some of the garments. I'll get them custom cut and sewn. I've been watching you. Yeah, Yeah, I've I've shopped for the fabric. I picked the sleeves. Yeah, this is not you just picking out t-shirts and printing t-shirts. Yeah, like I know. It's far beyond that. Exactly. Like some people, they'll just get a box triple A's in in the street right here and they'll they'll print it down the street and that's Mm -hmm. it. And I do that too, don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong. But I'm really trying to just explore that more because it's something that I really like a lot. And my goal is to have a store on Melrose mm. and that's yeah. where I'm going to have it one day for sure. It's going to be, dude, what's your, what do you feel like your fashion style is? Cause dude, you became like a fashionista <laughs> in like, you know, a quick period of time as well. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the uh, two mix said the other day, he's like, dude, reverie. He's like, I saw her at a show. Dude, she's like the Beyonce of like LA. Like <laughs> he's like, dude, she came out all elegant. And he's like, but but it's true though. Like you you have started to like really play with your own style. Yeah. And what is the like what do you feel like your style is? If you had to explain it. Oh my God. I don't know because I dress so many ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> uh I I would say that. Maybe fearless. Nah, fuck it. Fearless. I don't even know how to describe it. I couldn't really like put like a word on it or like a... What do you, what do you look for when you're putting something together for yourself? Like what, like are there things that, um, because that's, I've realized that this, especially with, with the, like the women that I've been like working with in the business, right? Like I see like the shit that they have to fucking deal with. Right. Yeah. And it's, (laughs) <laughs> it, it's it's insane though you know yeah. what I mean like dude but I'm saying it's insane as a guy to watch it yeah like there's a lot of it I can't even comprehend you know what I mean like it's so like there's not a whole lot of thinking when most guys that I know go I mean they, yeah. they can put themselves together and you know it, it looks nice but yeah there's so many things that you guys consider right like in yeah. putting together looks is yeah, there are, so much more to it? Yeah, yeah. Are there things that are like must haves for you? Like when you're approaching, like, I got to have a look for this show or this concert. Are there, because I see you work with different 
Do you work with different makeup people too? My main makeup artist is uh, Lipstick Liz. Okay. Yeah. And I do, I do work with other people, but she's like my go-to. She's like my official makeup artist. Are you doing makeup every time for every show? Yeah, now I do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I do, and yeah, I didn't like used a to. Makeup, a makeup artist come, a hair person yeah. come, yeah, a designer sometimes for the clothes. Yeah, I don't. I only work with who I like, though. Yeah. you know, I work with Liz because she l- makes me look like a doll. You know, and <laughs> my the hairstylist that I work with, I'm very picky. So mm. many people hit me up every day, like, yeah, oh, let me do your hair, let me do your makeup, let me do your nails, let me do this, let me do that, and I don't go to everybody. I'm very picky about who I work with and about who I'm sharing my life with Mm -hmm. because these people that are on my team, I'm obviously allowing, I'm sharing what I've taken years of my life to build, you know? Yeah. I fully understand that. And so I'm very picky with who I give that to. Yeah. It's obviously been really um, hard to get here. And, um, but yeah, everything, everything is a bigger production now. It's just like how we said, everything costs more money to make now. The same thing is with the hair and the makeup and the costumes. Everything has to look yeah. high end. Every because everything is high end now. Yeah. You know, like for example, my show in Full, in Fullerton. Unfortunately, I didn't plan ahead and I got my makeup done, but I didn't get my hair done, and I was I didn't even have a cool outfit. But you know what happened? That because we were moving, we just moved in here yeah. last week, like we told you guys. And this my was a slide bar. Right. Yes, oh, it's yeah. library. And my clothes are like still in boxes and bags. And I didn't even make time to go buy something. <laughs> it completely slipped my mind. I was like, it was almost on a Wednesday yeah. night, you know? So what is that? Okay, so like, I mean, as a fan, right? You're, I'm sure there's tons of your fans listening. And what is that? How does that feel to you though? Like, because to them, they're just like, oh, okay, she didn't, you didn't get clothes. Like, okay. But, but explain to them about like, this is your brand. Yeah. Right. Like, cause some people don't know why. Why? Why even do any of that? Why are you doing that? You don't even, just make the music, Reverie. Just yeah. make the music. That's you know? what I used to do, and I used to perform in sweats and a sweatshirt and a beanie. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. For, I would Google never. It. Yeah. <laughs> I would never, ever, ever do that in yeah. my life ever again. And it just. It's just like to do what I want to do with my life. That's just where it's taking me. And Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, people that are listening, they're like, what does that mean? Your clothes are packed away. It means that I couldn't pick something out of my closet that I thought would really represent though I was feeling that night, which is extravagant, which is living in a penthouse with Loudon, which is touring the world, which is a hundred. I just hit a, I have like 116,000 subscribers on my YouTube and a hundred, 129,000 on my Instagram. And, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's a literal extension of your art. Yeah. Like what you're putting on is art. a literal extension. Yeah. It's a connection of how yeah. I feel. It's a representation of how I feel. I used to feel like performing in sweats and a sweatshirt because mm-hmm. that's all I had. You know what I mean? And, and now I just take myself a lot more seriously and I know how important image is. And I also really genuinely love fashion. Right, you right, know, right. So that, that helps for sure. Now, Louder's been getting more into fashion, too. I've seen him. Yeah. I've seen him <laughs> flossing out there. Yeah. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Do you guys, cool. Are you guys, are you going, do you feel like you have, like, a future in somewhere in fashion or doing I think designing so, yeah. stuff? Yeah. yeah I want say to. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. Uh, <laughs> He's working on his clothing line right now. No shit. It's almost yeah. done. Awesome. It's almost done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? He's got, like, a few more things to do. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you were on the, uh, our first episode we ever did with you and you told us how you DJ? You learned to DJ in two weeks? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 
Yeah. <laughs> that knew, was for real. We knew it was going somewhere. That was a real deal. I mean, you shit. were an I early was, pick. Was, we were like, that's got to go somewhere. There, nobody fucking does that. I know. And it was yeah. before we went to Europe. I remember. Yeah. yeah it was, for the first time. That was a fun moment. Yeah, I was just messing with the decks for like hours yeah. and hours and hours. Oh my God. I was just God. obsessed. I'm still obsessed with everything that I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, um, I think- We're obsessed. I think yeah. that's a good segue Completely. because I, I feel like that's like something I want to talk to you guys about because I, I've i realized, like just being able to watch like people's careers and then, you know, doing this mm-hmm. and, you know, 300 some episodes, like you're like, you start to see patterns in what make, what makes people like be able to push through it's basically pain right like you're you're able to take a high threshold of pain Mm -hmm. and it's the way you perceive it right because i'm sure we all know people who you know they're not good with pain you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. and so it's it's an interesting thing though i'm starting to think even just from dude because i'll geek out on this shit i'll be like there's some sort of science to the like the artistic mind, right? Like yeah. that works in, it sees patterns, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, that's a very, you know, as a producer, right? Like you kind of think like that. It's easy. I've seen so many people do what you do that go from production to like filmmaking mm-hmm. and film editing because oh, and we're literally doing that. it's, I know, but that's literally one of our businesses. One of the things though, yeah. right? The connection is, is that, in the language of recording and there's very similar parallels, right? Yeah. Like you can mm-hmm. understand the cutting waves and cutting film and cutting, yeah. cutting on the beat, all these things though, right? But again, I've realized that not everybody thinks like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, a, that it's not a normal thing. It seems more and more normal the more successful you get into it because you're only surrounded by people that are starting to think that way, right? Because your yeah. world, even though you get to go around the world, your particular world, though, gets smaller and tighter. And, you know, because it's got to yeah, be more the circle, managed. The circle right. It, it's and, it's yeah. inevitable, right? Yeah. Again, two things that just don't go together, right? Yeah. Like, I want to go out to see the world. Cool. You can see the world now. You just can't, like, just be out there by yourself because you could get mobbed and then blah, blah, yeah. blah. Right? So yeah. it's, but exactly. it's that chase within you, right? You still want that, though. Mm-hmm. Right, like you still, we everyone we know, right, yeah. that is being successful in any way, they've somehow been able to push through a level of pain and become un like comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? Like it's like it's nothing. How? But you you talked about taking care of yourself, right? Making yeah. sure you do that, and that's exactly what I was looking for. I I wanted to know what was it that clicked, right? Because yeah. it, ha- dude, it's so obvious from the outside, bro. Like, dude, both of you. It's so obvious from the outside. You know, I don't know how often you, you, you can't know. <laughs> there isn't a way for you to know, right? Like, there literally is not. But people who are like your fans and following, you could see the shift. Like I said, it, you guys shifted into a whole nother gear. Yeah. And I think it's super important that people know that the root of that whole thing were was you guys taking care of your minds like yeah literally trying to get back into a good place a hundred percent like yeah it's just taking responsibility for your emotions and your actions like i said i just had a lot going on internally that was all my fault and also with the living situation like i said in the basement all of these things are connected and that's why i talk about 
where you live a lot on my mm. motivational mm. talks because where you live, if you hate where you live, it's just going to have such a negative impact on your life. And yeah. like I said, we're out of there now and I'm so much happier and I just feel so much more clear minded. And yeah, it's just about taking care of yourself and about taking responsibility for your actions and for who you surround yourself with and what you feed yourself every day. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're around gossiping people who just talk shit all day about other people and complain about their job and their baby's dad and their everything, you're just going to be really negative, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so you have to disconnect from people like that and also take responsibility when you are acting like that as well. Yeah. You know, and that's why the yeah, circle, that's a big one. The circle mm -hmm. just keeps getting smaller because we yeah. try to surround ourselves with like minded people. You know what yeah. I heard? There's not that many people Dude, like that can think that so think like us. Someone yeah. gave me some advice the other day, which was really like it. Like it was one of those things where I was like, oh, shit. That's yeah. true, Right. They were like um, in building your business mm -hmm. and. And those early years, right? What you do is you surround yourself with a bunch of. In fact, this is a living. You and him are a living example of this, right? Mm -hmm. You you surround yourself with a bunch of other people who want to be a number one as well, right? Because yeah. you're you're growing. At some point, you scaling your business and you scaling your business, you stop looking for a number one because you don't need anymore. Yeah. All the number ones that you need are within your circle and they're accounted for. Yeah. Now you need people to execute. Right. Like staff, you yeah. need more and more staff and those oh, people yeah. that are like not afraid to go out there and do that kind of work mm -hmm. so that it frees you up to be more creative. Yeah. Because at, at, at the essence of what you do, it's literally your brain. That's the commodity in this business. Yes. That's what it is. Exactly. So the whole team gets into this again, a very unnatural way to live. But it is a it is what it is. But a whole team has to start to realize the like where that person's mind is and is that person's mind good and is the environment cool yeah. because we're all making money yeah. off of the idea people right yeah yeah and but I wouldn't say that it's unnatural because from the beginning of time there's always been you're leaders right. you're and right. there's always been there's the, always even, been even in animals right. there's the pack leader and maybe and, it's, it's, and the leader can't be a leader without right. the team though maybe you know? like maybe correction it's less familiar. To most people, right? It's not like, like quote yeah. unquote normal. Right. Nobody like like say like yeah. the general dynamics of a family, right? Yeah. If a family is working perfect, right? Everybody loves each other. Everybody's their cheerleader. Yeah. Everybody. Like everybody. What dad? What do you do, dad? Cool. Dad needs to rest because he's got to go to job. So let's do this. And everybody yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. That's not normal. Yeah. Right? And that's not something that most people can deal with. But when you grow your business and you grow that inner circle, it's so important to do what you're saying. That yeah. That's why those things become like, dude, I know you You guys both have to be getting to that point now where you look at like you'll hear stories of like, oh, so and so actress is, you know, she's so hard to work with. And yeah. then you find out what she was like arguing about. And you're like, dude, that's very important. Like from an oh, like, yeah. that's super important. Oh yeah. Right? People and, say that about me all the time. Right though. But people I would in say, the industry say that. Yeah, right? exactly. I would yeah, yeah, that's and what they that's don't what even know, to. is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. They don't even know. And more more people, of course, would say that they like working with me, but mm -hmm. definitely there's some people that don't want to work with me anymore. And you know what? I don't want to work with them either. Right. You know what I mean? Because look, this is how I see it. I show up to the fucking show and I do what I signed the contract. Mm -hmm. What the contract says, I do what it says. If I get my money, I do the whole show the right way. So that's why every, that's why I do a lot of contracts now. Mm -hmm. You know, the bigger everything gets, the more money is on the table. We are doing a lot more paperwork now, a yeah. lot more 
things are documented and because people want to back out and people want to try to pull a fast one or people want to act like they didn't know what they said or sometimes they really genuinely forgot that they said that, you know, but these are all things that will cause somebody to not want to work with you anymore. And I am a perfectionist, you know, that I, and I have no shame about it. I want this to sound like this and I want this to look like this and I want that blue to be one shade of blue lighter and I want that that letter to be one space down on the Photoshop file. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say because I'm I pay everyone to yeah. do everything they do for me. Yes. I don't do nobody does me any favors. Like yeah. I pay every single person I'm working with and it's great. I'm just trying to smoke a little weed. Roll a blind roll a blind make it green make it green throw it up throw it up smoke away smoke way roll a blind roll a blind break it green make it green Smoke to keep our composure. Never sober. Got it if you wanna. If you wanna. No baking soda. Bitch, I'm making soldiers. Such shit, but shit until the body's over. I've been smoking since a young and doing nothing. Now I'm on big things and I'm still bopping. Mommy used to say it was a face. But 10 years later, smoking blood on my face. Box when I'm dropping. Smoke to stay alive in. Mary Jane, my man. you're talking about that though dude because like that is a that is one of those things where people might be very talented right mm-hmm. they might be um a good self-starter mm-hmm. but they have a hard time dealing with just other people in general because they're not able to speak their truth or what they need yes. at the point right yes. but like you said you gave yourself at, at within that last year you gave yourself permission to start mm-hmm. being okay with yourself and people tend to like leave that part out right like hey being okay with yourself means that you have to speak up sometimes yeah right like you have to no one's going to do that for you literally nobody and that's something that i tell a lot of people because a lot of people that are like just starting out in their businesses they'll go to me for advice Mm -hmm. and if i fuck with them like yeah of course i'm going to put them up on all the game i can and one of the reoccurring things is them being afraid to speak up when somebody fucked up something that they paid for or that or stole from them or whatever it is, you know, little things like that. And I just, this is what I'll say to everybody listening. If you want to be a boss, you got to make boss moves. There's no way around it. Right. There's no way around it. You have to be able to be the boss if you want to be the boss, You ha- which means you have to tell people 
what to do. And you have to tell people if you don't like it, if you don't have to tell people if they want to change it, you have to tell people if they do something wrong. You have to tell people, you have to fire somebody if they steal from you. You have to, you know, all these things. And then the thing about that is that all those things are important and you have to learn how to do them. But you also have to learn how to communicate them the right way so that you don't offend somebody. Right. And you don't lose business. And you don't lose the business yeah. or you don't lose the, the great employee. Mm -hmm. But it's also about finding employees who can take the criticism yeah. and say, and accept responsibility and say, oh, I'm so sorry I fucked up. And also for me to be able to say, I'm sorry I fucked up. Yeah. Because I thought I told you to do it this color blue, but you're right, it's not in the email. Right. And so it's just about, it's about finding people who you can be completely honest with and not be scared of being honest. That's like key. that's yeah. really all it is. Like, yeah. Like if I can't tell you the truth, I don't want to do anything with you at all in life. Right. As a friend, as a business partner, as a neighbor, like I don't, I need to be able to have full honesty in my circle with my family yeah. and my friends and my business associates, especially. And all of them are intertwined, obviously. And yeah. it's great. I love working with my friends and my brother and like, people I know and have known for years like it's so cool it's beautiful man dude you guys are like it's it's really cool to watch how it's grown right like yeah. it's, it's cool it's to watch crazy. how it's grown it's so crazy and it's really cool to see like um there's 100 percent, right I can I can stand by this again we've known you guys for a while now mm -hmm. it's just never really changed I've seen like how you treat people. Like it's never really changed for us. Mm -hmm. I know that. It's never really changed at all. You know? And it's yeah. and it's interesting that uh, you ever, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you've met millions of these. But <laughs> the, the guy, like I just talked to him, but I see him almost like a character now, right? That just lives in this world that we all live in. Uh -huh. But he's the, the guy who's constantly self-promoting, but in that weird way. Right, like nobody. In a weird way, like what? Like I, don't, I think I'm not. I don't understand. Uh, like oh the guy who who wants to be in your ear all the time is like, yo, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this, right? Oh, but he never does it. No, right? Yeah, and, and I mean, it's obvious. Yeah, yeah. Right, like it's obvious. Like you probably after a few years, it starts getting it pretty starts obvious. Getting super yeah. up, right. You can see well, just it. by the way the things you're saying. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that doesn't even work like what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. There's lots of those. Right, <laughs> and I think that. It's important that because I don't actually ever think that those people, for the most part, they can't like want to be like that. They just don't know. Yeah. Like they literally don't know. Definitely. Because most of them don't know how other people see them. Right. They're, they don't know that when they walk over, everybody goes, oh, let's go over this way. Yeah. Right. right. And, and it usually happens for people. You know, most people, most people do some sort of that version when they're first starting out. They learn. Maybe somebody tells them. You know, like, hey, that's probably not the best way. You're not being honest. Basically. Yeah. Just be honest. Yeah. Like, you might be dope. Like, I, dude, I'll tell you this right now. Like, we're, we're scaling a lot. So we're looking, we're getting a lot of new staff, right? And uh -huh. so one of the things that I'm super, I'm super on, like, if you're about the work. Yeah. I can teach you some things. Like, I'll teach you. I don't, you don't need to know, mm -hmm. like, every fucking thing. But yeah. if you're about like, I'd rather have one of those people that's like that than someone who's like, I know everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every For time. Sure. And so when someone comes up like that or like, you know, that, you know, if you're trying to promote yourself, it's so important to establish those like boundaries and yeah. respect because it's not about you not trying to get yours. Like when you're in somebody's ear, if you're yeah. in Reverie's ear and I'm like, yo, I can do this. I can do that. Yeah. It's it's not that she doesn't think you can maybe she doesn't think you can but 
that's just not how you would talk to somebody normally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not how you talk to anybody normally. Yeah. You know? And, and yeah, people are so full of shit in this business. And honestly, I just listen to people's actions. Yeah. And not to the words. And that was something I learned pretty fairly on. And it's something that I really believe in more and more as time goes mm. by and as everything's getting bigger. People love to talk about shit they can't do. So... Don't wait on people's words. Yeah. You know? I don't wait on a deposit. A song, I don't wait we have on a deposits. Song coming out called Actions Speak Louder Than Words. Nice. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was and it was inspired by just it's bad business, really, yeah. you know, yeah. and and it's hard to do it's hard to deal with. It's hard to deal with, but it but it's just part of life, you know, so it's it's not that hard. It's just part of the game. That's what I've been really trying to do to do that's how I've been trying to think lately, like instead of saying, Oh, it's so hard, I'm just like, you know what? That's just how it is. Yeah. I can't complain about people be fucking me over sometimes in the business because that's going to happen right. no matter what. And I have to learn from it to make wiser decisions and not trust somebody when they do this or not do that or not ignore or this. Or just minimize the times that people can fuck you over. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys got coming up? Can you tell us anything? Friday. Yeah. <laughs> tell Fr us some stuff. Friday we're dropping a music video. Okay. Yeah. And we'll play you the song. Thank you. Actually, Actually, we'll play you the, the rough of the video, Oh, too. it's all right. Oh, yeah. 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 That's dropping on Friday. It's called The Great Depression. The Great okay, Depression. For, and so for all the people who just went, oh, we can't see it. I know. <laughs> like, okay, what it's about for out. them? What's coming this year for you guys? We have so much new music yeah. on the way. Like I said, we were working so hard last year, and now we're rolling everything out, yeah. and it feels so good. So a lot of the new music videos that you're going to be seeing come out, they were made last year. And yeah. we're also making new ones. Like, this is a new this one that we just made last week. Last, last week. Friday? Or was it on Friday? No, it was not Friday. Wait, was it Friday? Or Tuesday. I don't know. Wow, it was, it was like a week turnaround almost? Yeah. yeah. Wow. We're doing crazy turnarounds right now. Yeah. So we're mixing the the stuff from, from last year with the new stuff from this year. Yeah. And it's going really well. The numbers are rolling. We My, just got a bunch of new music coming out. Are you guys yeah. leaving leaving again? When yeah. you guys going back out on tour? I'm going to leave in March uh, with DJ Lala and in uh -huh. Crip Los Angeles. And then I'm going to come back. And then me and Loudon are going out there for 420. We're going to perform at... Um, in Amsterdam for 420. What? At a cannabis, yeah. uh, cannabis cup event. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's fucking awesome. And then we're going to be in London and maybe another show in the Netherlands and hopefully hopefully a couple other shows, yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be traveling. A lot Tra of traveling lots, and a lot of, of new traveling. music, like consistent music yeah. is going to be yeah. dropping. Like, what do you got coming up business-wise, Loudon? Are, are you working on anything that people should know about? Just um, right now, my clothing line yeah. is going to drop soon. And just do you have a name for it? Can you let it out yet or no? Honestly, I don't have a okay. name. As of now, it's just Loud and Beats. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of, trying to think of a name. Have you but... seen it, bro? Oh, yeah. I've been helping him with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's yeah. been giving me pointers and stuff. That's and dope. So I'm excited for that. And I'm excited I, for him. Other really than excited. that, just the tracks me and her are working on. Yeah. Those are, that's going to be big stuff. All the music videos and. But Loudon's always doing other things too, you know? Yeah. He never talks about what he does without me. He's been like. Doing scoring. That's what yeah, I, yeah. I do. Like I, I do like you put stuff commercial work, work yeah. and mixing yeah. and mastering for people. Of course, like if anyone needs anything, hit me up. Yeah, he just scored a, 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 a movie on Netflix. Yeah. No, the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's out on Netflix. Was that a that wasn't like a you're just like oh yeah yeah so he doesn't Mine. even talk about it he even did music for a video game one day I came in and he was working on this on these crazy beats 
this was a, like a couple months ago or a few months ago when we were still in the basement. But I came in and he was working on like these weird beats. I was like, like I see him making beats like, every day. I yeah, I didn't even know you could make those beats. Like, no, no, I walked in. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, what, what is this? He's like, it's for a video game. I was like, oh, it makes sense. It wow. sounded like Super Mario or something. Like, yeah, and he made awesome, he made like fourteen. For, there's like fourteen levels or something. So each level was like a different song. So he's yeah. doing all kinds of other cool production, of, like, cool production without me too. Like, like he's You're always, always so humble. Bro. I know he never wants to talk always, about it. He's an undercover lover. Yeah. <laughs> This guy. He's been getting into stocks, uh, too. He's been doing a lot of cool stuff. He's been doing a lot of cool stuff. Music is my love, though. Yeah, Yeah. music is number one. That's why I only talk about music. Everything else is just to pay the bills, you know? I got you. But creating music is... That's my main thing. And you got a shitload of it coming. Yeah, a lot of it coming. That's awesome, guy. Dude. Yeah, we've been... I've I've been doing a lot of stuff, too, without without the music. And I'm not really showing in that I am doing or whatever, but... um, yeah, the music is is number one, but it's really cool how me and Laden are just becoming like more entrepreneurs mm-hmm. too. As this, it's not yeah, we, like I said, we don't just do music. We're dipping our hands in all kinds of places, and it's awesome. And we're always watching like like you know all these entrepreneurs mm-hmm. on Instagram and YouTube. Sure. And I follow mm-hmm. all that shit, and I get so we both get so many ideas from them that we practice, and it's beautiful. I, I love I love what we're doing. Yeah. It's really awesome, yeah. man. You guys. <laughs> fucking proud of you guys thank you it's so amazing to have watched like this whole thing grow thank you um like dude seriously walking in here i got chills because like i know like (laughs) it again like this is proof you know what i mean and it's it's that's rare to come across that like some people can go their whole lives and never see proof yeah you know and it's so it's so amazing for people who followed you who supported you from day one yeah like they need to believe (laughs) Yo, this shit is really happening. <laughs> like, every, yeah. all that support you guys put in was for something really big. Shout out yeah. to yeah. all the fans, man. Yeah, shout shout out, out yeah, to all our fucking fans. Shout out to you guys. Thank you. Shout out yeah. to everybody who's been riding with us and who believed in us and helped us believe in ourselves when we didn't believe in ourselves. Because, <laughs> yeah. goddamn, it was, it's been a fucking journey. And this is the beginning. Now, me and Lottie are not going to, we're not comfortable here. Like, this is just for. 2019 we're gonna be here and then next year we're gonna buy a house yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like- our friend uh nate who actually writes for um uh a blog called sd loves hip-hop he he, he works at platform collection now yeah he did, yeah, uh, he he did, did an interview with, with it yeah he was he put it like really good he's like i feel like they just got to the launching pad yeah. Like they literally yeah. just like That's they put together the spaceship and now they're at the launching pad. Now yeah. we're just yeah. Now we're just fucking uh, taking off right Yeah. Now. Exactly. Just starting. That's exactly how it feels. Now I'm like, damn, we could do anything. Yeah, we, we could, could do... li- you could literally do anything you want. That's yeah. how I was feeling the past honestly, like the past three years have been like so fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, I would say like in 2016, that's when it started being like nuts and like every the snowball, it's just like snowballing faster and faster and faster and faster. And the 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 more the ball keeps rolling, the the bigger the dreams and the goals are getting. Yeah, you know, like four years ago, I didn't I didn't think about the Grammys and I didn't think about acting in movies yeah. and I didn't think about commercials and he didn't think about scoring for Netflix. Yeah. You know, but and the now more it's right down the block. Yeah, well, the yeah. more we're doing, I'm just like, wow, like, uh, yeah, I, I want to live in fucking Beverly Hills yeah, why and I want yeah, and I want to do fucking movies with my favorite actors and I want to do and I'm doing like endorsements and stuff yeah. you know so all these things are just coming and coming so the dreams are getting bigger it's fucking dope shout out to all the fans back to square one shout out to our fucking yeah, supporters because supporters. we would not be shit without you guys for real for real dude thank you guys thank you thank, thank you guys you. for doing this 
Um, we'll see you guys again soon. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. We always check in. Yeah. We got to keep the, we got to make sure you guys don't get too crazy. <laughs> we didn't know if we were going to come in here and be all crazy in here. People passed out everywhere. Oh, you know no. what I mean? But no. I, that was on Friday night. No, I got to tell, <laughs> tell you guys, it seems like they're keeping it together. So we don't worry. It seems like everything's good. We're chill. We're chilling. We're honestly, look, we got a lot more bills to pay. Like we yeah. said, everything gets more expensive. So we've been working way harder yeah we work really well under pressure and everything is just getting bigger and better the harder we work it's like a it's like a domino effect yeah all those things have to happen at the same time you know hard so, work pays off yeah we've been we're just working we're this isn't this is this is of course yeah we've thrown a couple of parties here but this is not to party we're right. here to work right, and right, be right. inspired and and make art and yeah <laughs> crappy awesome <laughs> Hell yeah. Love you yeah, too. Love Thank you. Too. Got another new number. Please don't ever call me again. I got you blocked, uh-huh. but you persistent. Please stop. Please stop. You don't love me. No. You just want me prisoner. No. Heard you got a new bitch, so please just go and get with her. Put on everyone and act like you move on. Uh-huh. So while you calling me, apologizing for your wrong. I won't be a secret. Been that for way too long. I'm a diamond, you're shaking me from shining Manipulated my trust, my kindness is my weakness And even though you're shallow, you cut me the deepest Um, place restraints on my image, my fashion and my business What an expensive lesson, my lyrics, my songs Everything I did was wrong, that's how you made me feel Now I'm moving on, wonder if she know about and how you still love me How you said when you hear love songs When you with her you think of me Funny, Funny. Fuck, it. fuck it I'll be fine. be fine So keep that in mind Next time you get upset with her And hit my line I don't wanna talk Nah, uh-uh. now we're not ever I wish you the best, best. But please don't hit me at don't hit me Got a new number uh-huh. Got another new number Please don't ever call me again. And that was Reverie and Loudon, man Yeah, man What a dope conversation to be <sighs> sitting there and be part of man i was taking it all in to be honest with you yeah amazing view right 360 view from loudon's studio yeah um man it was really cool to see them like i said just grow into what they've grown into and like i said there's no signs of uh the reverie and loud and train slowing down at all. Oh, if no. anything, they're, I, we, we, we had a conversation about that with her that, you know, they're, j- this is liftoff for them. You know, the, all the hard work was to just get to the airport. Now they're lifting off, you know, yes. and, uh, and this is when the work really starts. You know, she talked a little bit about that, about spending more money, more time. And I don't know, I, I look at reverie as, a great example for anybody thinking about getting into the industry. Um, you better be working at least that hard. Yes. Because uh, like she said, she's just getting started. And um, her work is amazing. Man. Yeah. And, like, uh, and you're wow. going to be seeing a lot from Loudon, too. He's got a lot of projects under yes. wraps right now that are going to be pouring out. But make sure you guys follow them yeah, um, at Reverie Love at Loudon Beats. And uh, guys, thank you for tuning in. We're keeping our promise so far. It's we're weekly, um, so we'll see you guys next week. My name is Kill C Ray. That's Hip Hop Eddie, and uh, this is Crappy Awesome. You may now flush the toilet. <laughs> <laughs>